0: Welcome back to the Let's Talk About It podcast. My name is Raquel, and I'm your host. How is everybody doing today? How was your week, mental health check-in? How are we doing emotionally, physically? What have we done to make sure that we took care of our mental and physical health this week? Um, For me, happy, so happy to announce that I did a four-mile walk uh, this morning Tomorrow I should be doing, well, I will be doing a um, kidney walk uh, for the National Kidney Fund Foundation. Uh, My uncle uh, has kidney disease, so I will be doing that walk in honor of him, and I'm happy uh, just to support him in any way possible that I can. If anybody has been impacted by kidney kidney disease or knows someone that has been impacted by it, uh, please donate. Um, I'll put the link at the bottom um, in the description for you guys to access that. So um, any donation, even any steps would help for the National Kidney Fund. Um, But I'm going to be changing a lot of different gears today in today's episode because I experienced a lot my household, um, emotions. And I just kind of want to touch point on just kind of where I Mentally, uh, was able to navigate everything mentally and emotionally. So for starters, um, earlier on this week, my wife had a um, a back injury, and you know we were she was fine. She was cleaning the kitchen, and then she started feeling like a pain in her leg, and you know she seemed like she was okay. So she laid down, and maybe a few hours later, all of a sudden she couldn't move. Um, she said her legs were numb and she, we couldn't get her in the car, so I had to call 911 and have the ambulance come get her. And, y'all, when I say my mind, I didn't know what was going on. She she couldn't feel her legs, so my mind went like, I tried to say as positive as possible, but my mind went so many different places. And, you know, uh, it was like 12 o'clock at night. We had our son. Uh, my mom is like an hour away from us. And it was the first time that we had to navigate a, a problem without like sufficient help. Like it was un, unexpected. I couldn't call anybody to come out um, to watch Maddox. So we we just really had to do what we could with what we had. Um, I followed the ambulance to the hospital. Thank God uh, we found out that she only had a slip disc. Um, but I say all this to say that I realized one, I've said this before, I commend every single parent, mother or father for the things that you do, for raising a, a child on your own, for being able to mentally um, push through each and every day, especially when you have another life to be responsible for, to make sure that they're happy, that they have all their needs. Um, I I just couldn't imagine... Not having my wife to help me with him, um, there's just so many different things. Not even just you know getting him dressed or giving take, um, taking different shifts for when I want to go to sleep. It's just watching my son, our son, with him, with her. Sorry, watching my son with her. She makes him laugh the way that I can't make him laugh. She she interacts with him in a way that their bond is like so sealed, and I just could not imagine. Him not having that. So um, I commend every single parent that has to wear both hats and make and is doing an exceptional job do, doing that as a parent. Um, I just could not even imagine. So shout out to my wife, who also is the production producer for this entire podcast, who pushes me all the time to do so. Um, and as I stated, we're going to shift gears. So... The same week where I'm, like, praising my wife and telling her how much she's appreciated, we get into an argument. Um, we don't really argue often. We don't we, – we kind of learn how to communicate with each other, and, you know, that took therapy. That took years of miscommunication. And we still like, – like I said, we just had an argument, so we still have things that we work on daily, um, but that's marriage – and um, it was what we argued about was a simple miscommunication where I told her something where, you know, I planned out that we were, we were going to do something. She agreed. But when it was time for that uh, situation to take place, she was questioning, like, why are we doing this? Like, I thought we were going to... Um, I thought we were going to handle this a different day. And, you know, after we argued... And I left, I did my four-mile walk this morning. You know, she expl- she messaged me and she explained to me how, you know, she was going through uh, a lot that week, you know, with the pain, um, with work, trying to make sure she still went to work, even though she was still going through the back pain. And even though I communicated with her that this was a, a change in our, our daily routine and this is what was going to take place, mentally she wasn't grasping all of what was going on. And it's just very important for people in any type of relationship to remember where people are in their day, in their life, or whatever situation that they may be going through um, to understand that miscommunications can happen, and it's not because the person wasn't listening or it's not because a person wasn't interested or or um didn't value what you were saying it's just as my wife she had a lot going on and you know because at the moment she didn't seem like she was in pain it seems like like her back was giving her some um, relief I didn't think about okay well let me kind of possibly write this down let me remind her this is what's going to happen because she did have a lot going on this week um so I say all that to say, like married life is very hard, um, and it does take a lot of communication. It does take a lot of understanding. It does take um, observation to observe your partner and know when certain things are triggered. And in the moment that we had, you know, that discussion about a change in our a routine to her, to a couple of days later, her questioning, "Well, why are we doing this?" I didn't observe that our life in general this week had kind of shifted. So mentally, we both were just out of capacity of what we are used to. It wasn't our norm. She, you know, it a lot just happened in one week. Um, and I mention this all the time about giving people grace. Give your partners grace. Give each other the the time and the space to to kind of be mentally checked out and understand that it happens um especially like when you're communicating something like about a bill or you're communicating about um, a schedule what that you have to attend or you have to reschedule and and and, th- and honestly that's kind of what happened with me and my wife there was a bill and there was a schedule that I shifted because you know I moved money around and She's the type of person that she wants all the bills paid on time. And because I know this, this is what I communicated with her to make sure that she understands that we will be paying it a different day. But because she her back was you know hurting, she was going through a lot mentally, and I didn't check in with her to make sure she was okay to have that discussion, um, I think I created a space for there to be misinterpretation. And knowing that she is... Um, I guess, very prone to wanting to make sure all the bills are paid, which is great. Um, I should have kind of uh, checked back in with her to know that she agreed to this change in routine. Um, and that's growth. Earlier this morning, I did not feel that way. Earlier this morning, um, I did not communicate in the best way. Uh, I No, actually, I tried, but she didn't receive the way that I was trying to communicate. So it I felt like, you know, I'm trying to communicate and you just don't want to get it. And then she felt like she was just trying to talk to me and it was just a big miscommunication. So y'all give y'all partners grace. Um Take a step away. Think about the situation um, and kind of build a timeline about what led up to the moment of the argument. And we both agree. Like, we don't argue about bills and money because we... We do everything as a team, and we discuss changes and things. But, like, this particular week, it was just there were so many things going on that this miscommunication, that that argument, I think it really needed to happen so we could kind of see that we were, like, out of our element. Um, So we got through that. That was – a, a, a challenge for us this week, um, but that's marriage. One moment I'm crying because I'm like, oh my God, I can't. what, what would have happened if I lost her? In another moment I'm like I'm like, you know what get the fuck away from me. I need to take a walk. And yeah, and I'm working on the cursing and trying to make sure that I don't curse when we argue because the argue we're not fighting each other. We're trying to fight together to get through the issue. And that is the the goal of marriage, fighting through, fighting together to get through the issue. Um, so yeah, that was. <laughs> Married life is crazy, and I we laughed about it after we kissed. We looked at each other, laughed, and smiled, and walked. You know, just did our do our day and uh, enjoyed each other. So that's that. Um, shifting gears to something else that happened to me and I'm just like girl I cannot believe I did that um so I was talking to you guys about last week about me um trying to go into project management or just you know looking for a different position in my career and all this other stuff and for a moment I started thinking like maybe I'm not good enough to be in this position or maybe it's not time or you know or maybe I need to fix my resume and all this other Just a lot of things of why I haven't been able to transition into a different um, phase in my career. So (laughs) it's so funny because I end up getting an interview for the project management position that I'm looking for in Revenue Cycle, like perfect, y'all, right? So um, I start. I try to study for the interview. Um, I. review the company. I do all the things that you think you're supposed to do. But the day of the interview, um I think I was just so caught up in my head because the the pay raise, I would have gotten like a $40,000 pay raise if I would have taken the job. If I if I would have gotten the job. Mind you, I don't know if I didn't get the next interview, but I don't feel confident. Um and it's funny to me because God, I feel like God is telling me like, it's not that you're not, you can't get the job. It just may be that, not maybe, it's you're not quite ready yet. Like I went into that interview and I said things, or I sold myself so much that I felt like I was begging for the job. And I've never done that in any type of interview that I've ever had. Um, I'm I usually assert myself very well. Um, I'm confident in the things that I'm saying and uh, the experience that I'm trying to relate to the recruiter or the uh, or the manager or whoever. And in this interview, I wanted the interview. I wanted the job so bad that I think I kind of drifted away from my skill set and just how personally how why I would be the best candidate for the position. And it was just for me, I think it was a mess. My mom said, you know, uh, it's a learning lesson, uh, practice, definitely practice. Um, I know not to act like I don't know what that type of pay raise <laughs> increase would be because I think that is what mentally kind of shook me is because like, girl, you cannot mess this up. And I think I messed it up. So um, God will I, I feel like I will show you in a lot of different ways that, you know, it's not a problem with him opening a door for you. It's about the time and if you're ready. And I guess, like, I will always touch point on that because I feel like life is, the world is just in a fast pace right now where everybody's trying to catch up with everybody and everybody's trying to do the next be- best thing that gets them maybe the quickest dollar. Or um, me in general, I'm just an impulsive per- impulsive person So uh, I like things done very quick, and I'm learning to be patient. Um, So, yeah, I just thought that was funny because it's just like, girl, like, give yourself way more credit. You are God's gift to mankind. Like, really look at yourself and know that God molded you into a queen. God molded you into a very, um, assertive, a resilient, charismatic woman. Like I, and I've never really told, like, I don't pump myself up y'all. Like I don't, I'm not a very big headed type of person, but sometimes we have to be. And sometimes we have to know, like, it's not about what you can't do because you can do anything that you put your mind to. It's about the time. And it's about, What do you have at that moment that's going to put you in the best situation that you're trying to go towards? And um, I just have to remember, like, everything is about time. Um, I'm really, like, I guess, I don't want to say, like, I'm really the shit. But, like, you got to remember, like, you don't have to. I didn't have to put myself in a situation in that interview to where I had to basically beg for the job or come off as if I was begging for the job. And that comes with insecurity. So let me kind of shift gears again. I say everything that I'm saying is like you can't walk in a room in a in a room where, you know, is honchos and and uh, executives and and, and and think insecure. You have to walk in and have that confidence. You have to walk in and know that God has His grace and His favor over you. And I listened to a, a sermon by Sarah Jakes Roberts, and I believe it was uh, God. God blew His grace, something about grace, and um, and God, of course. But I forget the title. Either way, the sermon was amazing, and it just remind it. Ta- it she touched point on how God gives us grace in situations and we give him nothing. We go to him, broke down, nothing to offer, damaged. We have done all of the the dark things that you could possibly think of and yet he still uses our testimony. He still uses our story and he gives us grace to be the best version and the version that he created us to be. Not the version that we we see ourselves, but the version that he sees us in. And I just, I always have to remember that. And I was on my walk and I was crying and I was just saying like, thank you, Lord. Like, Thank you for always blowing life into me and always putting your hand on on my life and in making me a better person, better than I see myself. Um, especially like I'll tell you a story when, when I didn't have my GED, um, and I I had got my diploma from a homeschool diploma, a homeschool place that was no longer accredited, whatever. But, you know, I was getting jobs. I I started my uh, career in healthcare and medical building with the uh, homeschool diploma that I had. And then eventually when the government saw that that school was no longer accredited, I was still getting jobs. Like, I've never had an issue with getting jobs. Up until, um, you know, I kind of got to a senior level, mid-level, where they required um, certain backgrounds. And that, I, for the first time, I heard, we can't hire you because you don't have a diploma. And I think that... That was God telling me it's time for you to go to the next step and phase in phasing your life. It's time for you to get your GD, and um, that's what I did. I don't remember. I don't, y'all. I said we was gonna be changing, uh, switching gears in this episode, so I don't remember how I got to that. But that's a little background on me. And um, point is, always put your best foot forward. You know, um, always remember that god has a journey for you to, to a path for you to walk down he has cr- created a path specifically for you and no matter how many times you make a mistake no matter how many times you mess up and you you keep pretty much saying no I don't want what you're giving he keeps coming after us and he keeps trying to give us his love and he keeps trying to put his hands over us and let us know that we're his child and we are so much more than what we give credit give ourselves credit for and if nobody has told you I am proud of you I am proud of you for doing what makes you happy i am proud of you for removing yourself from a situation that didn't suit you i am proud of you for leaving that job that didn't pay you well i'm proud of you for waking up in the morning and deciding to do whatever take up or whatever responsibilities that you have when you don't want to when you're depressed i have to remind myself that i'm proud of myself every day for pushing through when I don't want to. Like, I had a moment this week where I was just, I woke up on the wrong side. I I just was in a a, a a crappy mood, and I had to remember, like, think about, like my dad told me, think about the stuff that you tell people and how to help navigate through emotions and, you know, think about those things and apply that. And I always have to remember to apply the things that I, I speak on this platform, and it helps me take accountability for my, for my actions and how I respond to things. Um, so that was my week, man. Um, it was a very interesting week that allowed me to not only appreciate the life that I have, the wife that I have, um, but to allow me to see that I'm worth way more than I give myself credit and that doors will open for me doors will open for me and I got to make sure that when I walk through those doors, I walk through those doors with my chest out with confidence and know that I'm that girl. Um but I, and I'm working on that. I am working on that. I'm working on me. And if you feel like you're not that girl, you feel like you're not that man that, you know, look at yourself in the mirror and remind yourself like you are that girl. You you have survived what many people couldn't—you wake up in the morning and you you get to it. You you know, like my sister, my 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 nephew, um, his last football game was this past week. But she was traveling for work. She made sure she came into town for a few hours to see her son's last football game. Shout out to my sister for being a great mom. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like. Any moment that you, you know, you feeling like you're not making your best effort, look in the mirror and think about when when you when you give a hundred and ten percent, when you give a thousand percent, when you extending yourself to people and you ain't got nothing left to give. Think about that. And then take time to yourself and pour back into you. So and y'all please appreciate your spouses. Please appreciate your spouses, no matter the argument. Um, we ain't we here. We we what they say. We here for a good time, not a long time. So love on your people. Um, don't let that argument keep y'all from talking to each other all day. And uh, know that God created you to be way more than what you could ever imagine. Start. Start walking with confidence. Start walking in that faith. Start walking in that grace and that favor that He has put over your life. Don't. Don't. Don't let your insecurities and your doubt overshadow the person that He created you to be. So, that is my message for today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much for watching on all the streaming platforms. Um, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. And I will see you guys next episode. My name is Raquel. This is the Let's Talk About It podcast. Bye.